0: Postpartum and the early childhood years. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to Mystical Motherhood's episode number seven. In this episode, I'm going to be talking all about meditation and why you should start a practice. You're going to learn my story and why I started to meditate, the different types of meditation practices I've tried and the ones I like, including information about kundalini yoga, what it is, why it's important to meditate in the morning, and how you can incorporate meditation into your pregnancy and into your life as a mother in order to improve your family. And then I'll go into uh, some different meditations you can use in your life that are found in my book, Mystical Motherhood, available on Amazon. So let me give you a little bit about my story. I was interested in meditation about four to five years ago when I began to, I guess, wake up. I didn't want to feel bad anymore. I didn't want to feel tired. I wanted to have more energy. And I felt like I was being asked by a higher force to start something new in my life. At that point, someone recommended the practice Vipassana. And I looked it up. And I didn't really know where to start, as most people don't know where to start with meditation. And Vipassana takes place in different centers throughout the world. But for the first time, you have to go for 10 days straight in silence, and you can't look at anyone in the eye. And you go to this mount, and usually in the mountains, or sometimes, in, I believe, mostly in the mountains or far outside of the city. And it's a completely silent retreat, and you sit in a room for 12 hours a day from 4am until about 10pm feeling your body. And I did this for 10 days and I survived and I went a little crazy as anyone would. And I didn't feel like it was for me. They recommended after you leave to sit in a room an hour in the morning and an hour at night without moving. And I, I felt it was very male and I just kind of lost interest in meditating. I thought that that, that was it. A couple of years passed. I tried different yogic practices, as you would at studios and um, different classes that came along through San Francisco. And I heard about something called Kundalini Yoga and meditation, and I always wanted to learn more about it, but it's not very easy to find, even in big cities like San Francisco, surprisingly. And I kept asking the universe, you know, provide this for me. I was pregnant with my second child. And around the fourth month, which supposedly in the yoga heritage is when the soul actually comes into the body, I began to become obsessed with Kundalini Yoga in the in the form of I found it online. I found a practice, I a teacher who was providing some courses online, and I just started to take his courses, an introduction. And I started to get up every single morning and chant something called the Long Ekankar, which I learned. Later, that it is the one meditation you can do to bridge the gap between a child who's very advanced and the mother. And I would get up every single morning and I would chant this no matter what. And I found when I first started this practice, I didn't know why I was doing it, but now I realize it was because I was pregnant with a child who wanted me to start to meditate. Every child brings their own gifts to the family. Some child children will bring money. Some children will bring the desire for certain animals. Um, They all have their own personality. And this particular child, I, I, I'm sure was a yogi, and so and is. So I started to chant every single morning, and I would get up about ten minutes earlier, and then I would get up at fifteen minutes earlier, and then thirty, and I continued to do this the whole pregnancy. And then when the child was born, I I would breastfeed in the morning and I would keep my practice going. And I knew I wanted to become a teacher of kundalini yoga um, and meditation, but I didn't know how I was going to do it. But this is a side story. I actually, (laughs) I told my husband I wanted to become a teacher and it was quite expensive at the time. And I said, well, you know what? I'm I'm just, I know I'm going to get the money. And I was pregnant and a a car bumped me and I I wasn't hurt or anything. I got myself checked, but I was walking and the car bumped into me. And the exact price of the, of the, the cost of the class was my payment for getting bumped by the car. So I immediately told my husband, well, the money showed up and I'm ready to become a a Kundalini yoga teacher. So after I had my baby, I started a, um, a long series of courses to learn more about this meditation practice that I had gotten so into while I was pregnant because it made me feel so good. And I continued my practice and it became deeper and deeper and deeper, especially now over the years, it shifted from starting for 10 minutes a day to now, um, I could easily meditate for two hours every morning and some of the most important parts of my day Or when I wake up before my children, who are now uh, two and a half and four, to meditate. It's the most important part of my day, and it's where all my creativity comes from. It's altered my whole life and my way of going about everything. My tendencies to be neurotic have reduced. My need to control. My anger, for sure, has changed, and. I just think I'm a better person and I'm able to see the bigger picture of things and really not react in the same way I did before. So let me tell you a little bit about kundalini yoga as a teacher and also as a really, really passionate practitioner. So kundalini yoga is an ancient yogic science. It's one of the oldest forms of yoga on the planet, and it originates from India. And it was a secret yoga. It me- that means that only the high Brahmin families or yogis within caves would practice meditations. And these meditations were so sacred that people in the olden age, called the Piscean Age, would only be given one mantra or one meditation their whole life, and they would go deeply into just that meditation. And now we've moved into something called the Aquarian Age, which is just a shift in time and a shift in the planets. And in the Aquarian Age, there's it's the age of information. And it's also, there's no secrets in this age. So Yogi Bhajan was a a yogi, a man from India. He brought this sacred and ancient technology to the United States in the 1960s. He was told by his guru while meditating to take this out in the public, something that had never been shared with the masses. And he came to the United States and he began teaching I think he, he started in Canada and then he moved to Los Angeles and he created a large, large, large group of yogis that spread throughout the entire world that are now spreading, I would say the fastest growing yoga on the planet. And there's, I believe I've heard up to 84,000 different, um, meditations you can do, but you don't have to worry cause you can only do one and you'll feel really, really good. I like them because you can do it for three minutes or even 11 minutes, and it works incredibly fast. If you're lucky enough to find a a class, each class will comprise of a warm-up, which is the stretching of the spine, which is very, very important for aging and for keeping mental clarity. And then you'll do a kriya, which is a a set of postures or asanas that create a certain Effect and also balance your glandular system, which decreases the chances of depression um, or metabolic imbalance. So, it's very scientific that it balances your entire body. And then the class will end with a meditation, which can be breath, chanting, or a mantra. So, every time you would do a, a full class, you're always going to get a meditation which works with the mind, a mantra, which works with words or chanting, an old sacred set of words, a mudra, which is a hand position, which connects to your brain, which means you're touching different fingers, a asana, which is a movement practice, and you're also going to get breath work. So it has all the qualities of an amazing yogic practice in one class. And if you go to a class or you find some on TV, I really enjoy Rama TV and I love the teachers and you could try it out for free if you're interested. Um, If you, if you find a meditation in a class that you like, you can continue to do that meditation every single day. So when I wake up in the morning, the reason why I do my practice in the morning is because of the way that the sun hits the earth, it creates almost specific wave frequency, which they call the theta wave wave form in your brain, which almost calms down the brain. So you could just think of everyone in your area, the way I imagine it is everyone in my area is sleeping. And so the clatter of the energy is different. And the way that the sun is hitting the earth, it, it forms a different type of energy that almost makes this quiet peace. And so you're able to go into a deeper meditation that's two hours before the sun rises in your area. Some people think that sounds absolutely crazy to get up that early. And I completely understand. And when they say that, I say, just try to get up 10 to 20 minutes earlier, every single day. And then if you commit to doing that every single day, You'll find that you really, really feel good. And after about 40 days of doing that, if you keep that pace going, you'll likely increase your time. If you start to commit to a practice, so the most important part of Kundalini Yoga or any sort of meditation is actually committing because you can't really do meditation in bouts where you know you do like 30 minutes or a weekend here or there it'll make you feel good and you'll come back telling all your friends how good you feel but it's not going to make the, it's not going to take you through the long run and it's all about keeping up with the times because of the because of the amount of pressure that's in the world there's so much news there's so much technology there's so much information and it's something called information dementia that everyone is going to go a little bit crazy in the next 20 years if you haven't seen that you're going to see it even more, and so what this Kundalini yoga and uh, meditation does is it keeps you up with that type of technology. And other teachers have compared it to a smartphone, and the fact that you can type in, you know, a code and you get an upgrade to your system, and that's exactly what it is. It's a technology that uses the form. It uses angles of the sun and of the moon and of the planets. It. it to align your body, which is a small microcosm, with the larger macrocosm energy of the of the universe, it's so powerful and it works really, really quick. So, back to getting up in the morning. I wake up and usually I I, I usually meditate first, and I tend to pick a meditation that I work with for a long period of time, and I go deeply into that meditation. If you're starting new, just commit to one meditation for 11 minutes. That's awesome. And I have many, many in my book, Mystical Motherhood, that's found on Amazon that are specific to motherhood. And if you do that, just see how you feel. And then you can add more or you can go deeper into that meditation. So many meditations, they're all timed within the Kundalini framework. So you want to do it for a specific amount of time to get a specific effect Some meditations are for love. Some meditations are for increasing your prosperity. Others heal trauma in your life. Others are specific for pregnancy. Anything you can think of, you can Google that meditation or what your needs are, and you can find a meditation that will shift your energy field, almost creating a new energy around you, attracting those things into your life. And it really really, really works. I have some amazing stories of some prosperity meditations that I've started and I committed to doing for a very long time. And it brought in money, it brought in abundance, it brought in happiness and travel and good health, all the things you want in life. Because if I'm feeling better, I'm going to have a better life. Correct? So I usually do a meditation first, but you can all, you could start with stretching. Stretching. So you can stretch your spine by doing spinal flexes or deep breathing work. You can do breath of fire. All of these things can be found online and also in my book. And then let's say you find a meditation that's for 11 minutes. If you can do the meditation for longer, that's awesome. You just increase that meditation for 22 minutes. And then you continue to do that meditation daily for 22 minutes. If you like it, and then you're ready to meditate more you can increase that meditation for 33 minutes you just have to read the parameters of the meditation or you can ask a teacher if you're worried about getting up early cuz most of the people i work with all my clients say to me i can't get up early I, I you know i'm not a morning person that's fine do the meditation in the afternoon if you need to the the only reason beyond so many reasons the, the morning really is good. Uh, the morning also just sets the, your day. It, it, it think, If you're thinking positive thoughts and you have your vibration set early in the morning, you're bound to have a better day for the rest of the day. So that's one bonus of doing it right when you wake up. If you can't do that, just fit it in during the day. For example, this last week, I was sick. I had a really, really bad cold. Um, you might've heard that on the podcast. And I... I had to do my meditations later and I had to shorten them because I just didn't have the stamina or the endurance to keep up with my high practice during that period. And it's okay. I didn't get down on myself. You don't want to replace this, you know, not doing meditations with another reason to not like yourself. It's not about that. It's just about feeling good. So do what you can that works for you. If you don't think you can sit for meditation, I'll give you the argument that kundalini yoga, Each med- some meditations are very active. So you might be moving your hands in a certain um, way, or you might be breathing. And a lot of them have a mantra. Um, a mantra, you can Google kundalini yoga mantras, and there's a lot of amazing uh, artists out there. And even if you can't sit for meditation, when I have clients that are just not willing to do that yet, I tell them to just Google kundalini yoga mantras and that a ton of artists will come up. And I ask them to just, while they're walking and exercising, to listen to mantras while they're cooking their dinner, to start to listen to mantras. And what mantras do is it cuts the negative mind. So we have a positive mind, which creates you know, more. And then a negative mind, which is important because we have to always react and be safe. But sometimes we get caught in that negative mind. And then we have a neutral mind, which is where we really want to be is right in the middle of life coming at things from a neutral place. So what happens when we're stuck in our negative mind consistently, 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 we can't get out of it because we don't have the energy to get out of those negative thoughts. And the fastest way to get out of those negative thoughts is playing a mantra and then hopefully singing along with it because a mantra carries a higher vibration, those negative thoughts, and you can't have the negative thoughts with the mantra present. It's awesome. It's a really, really fast way to lift your spirits up without actually sitting down and think and with the head game that you are have to sit down and meditate. So if ever in question, um, Google a mantra and you can look on mysticalmotherhood.com or you can contact me with any questions about mantras or how to use them. It's really important if, let's say you're planning, likely, if you're listening to this, you may be planning on having a baby or you'd likely have children. So if you're playing mantras for children in your household, it's going to cut anything negative that happens, it's going to uplift the children so fast. When my kids are fighting, one of the easiest things to do, or they're just rallied up, or it's just one of those days that it's going really, really bad. You all know what I'm talking about. It's absolutely nuts sometimes. So turn on some mantras. The kids stop. Everything calms down and they start to go with the same frequency and vibration of these love, this lovely music. That's one positive by meditating while you're pregnant, you'll change the baby. In kundalini yogic science, they and pretty much all yogic practices, they believe that you can alter the characteristics and the destiny of the child via your thoughts, emotions, and feelings. And I also believe this is true. And they're proving this in science with, uh, something called behavioral epigenetics that your environment actually creates the DNA. So light uh, So that would make sense while you're pregnant. So one way that you can actually karmically clear the child is by meditating during pregnancy and praying there's, you can't do it too often. And so if if you're playing mantras while you're pregnant and you're singing along or you're sitting and you're having a meditation practice you will you will positively affect your child and you'll also feel better and it will help to prepare you for birth if you decide to do the yogic kriyas which are a set of asanas pra- uh, such as i told you in, if you go to a class you'll have a warm up for the spine and a set of asanas which is just you know, if you go to vinyasa class or any sort of yoga class, you know that there's certain postures. In kundalini, all the postures are timed and they're in a set, a specific set. So no one can do that set any differently. So if you go to random yoga classes, the practitioners or the teachers can do whatever, usually whatever set they want to, they move around and they can create their own flow is what they call it. But in kundalini, they can't do that. Everything is in a certain order because ancient yogis knew if they followed it in that order, they'd get that effect. So perhaps they wanted to have good blood pressure or they wanted to um, clean out their liver or they wanted to have strong legs, um, really, really practical workouts you can do that with kundalini. You can leave sweating and feeling awesome and then add a meditation and you get the entire picture. So doing it while pregnant is, is, is completely safe. As long as you tell the teacher in the class or, you can contact me with how to alter it. You don't want to do any breath of fire and obviously never lay on your stomach, but it is just going to get you ready for an amazing and fast pregnancy. I have to tell you when I had my second baby from doing Kundalini yoga, the entire pregnancy, I didn't, I couldn't have had a more euphoric birth. It was, I had an absolutely euphoric, healthy, easy pregnancy because my mind, body, and soul was in complete alignment. And I was also physically fit. And the amount of squats I was doing from the Kundalini yoga practice really got me ready for that. And the meditation practice got my mind ready for labor. So it was almost like an intensive training for giving birth. And I continued that practice into motherhood and keeping a, you know, a meditation practice as a mother is going to reduce your stress It's going to reduce your anger towards your husband. If you're ever mad or pissed off, it's going to give you an outlet and something personal that you can go to for a higher spiritual practice. And you're just going to feel better. And then you can be a role model and also teach other people in your life how they can feel better. Because like we know the world is having a lot of problems right now. We don't want to add to it. So what we went over today is my history and why I started to meditate And for me, just so you know, the benefits that I've seen is I have incredible intuition. Now I'm able to work with more clients. I've, I uh, have more abundance in my life. I'm happier. My skin is better. I know that I'm not aging as fast. I'm absolutely positive of it because when I look in the mirror, I feel better. I'm less neurotic about so many, many things. And I'm It's less about me now. It's more about how can I help other people? If there's a day about me, fine. But immediately I'll switch over, okay, how can I serve somebody else? So that's a big bonus because there's so much energy wasted on all of this stuff that doesn't matter. And one thing Kundalini does is it gets to the subconscious mind. So up until, from the time that the child's in the womb, up until the age around seven, even further likely, you're basically working on a brain a brain wave called the theta wave. And you can imagine that the child's looking at everything in, in his or her life, and it's like a movie. And everything that's good or bad is programmed into the child. And those memories get sent down into the subconscious. And if they're not cleaned out as you get older, you're literally repeating the same patterns your whole entire life over and over and over and over again. So let's say you have a a girlfriend who is um, dating the wrong guy and you know that she's just going to go find another guy that's just the same. Well, there's a lot of reasons for that, but one of the main reasons is she's living from her subconscious mind and the program she received from childhood of what is right and wrong. So what Kundalini yoga does on meditation really, really fast is, is it erases those subconscious programs completely. So you don't have to do therapy. It's You don't have to do therapy. I will repeat that again. You can do a meditation and you can heal yourself and have the power to do Some amazing, amazing things in your life to serve humanity in a much bigger way. And that's what I want for you all. I want you to have your power back. I want you to be happy as a mother, and I want your children to be magical, brilliant, and enlightened. So what we went over again today was why I started to meditate, the benefits of kundalini yoga. We went over a bit about Vipassana and what I did and did not like about it and the benefits of meditating in the morning and how meditating in pregnancy will change you and your child and also the benefits of meditation for yourself for your whole entire family if you have any questions oh my gosh i really really want to hear them i want to answer all your questions email them in to me at mysticalmotherhood.com. If you know anyone who can benefit from kundalini yoga, send them over to me. I teach all the time and I help all my clients integrate a new type of conscious living into their lives. And one way of doing that is meditation. If you like this podcast and all the information we're putting out there for conscious motherhood, um, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, just to make a happy and creative family, please rate us. And you can find us on all social media platforms, especially all my free videos on YouTube. I look forward to you returning and subscribing to this channel. Thanks so much.